Is on? All right. Good evening, everybody. You're welcome to another exciting time, talk time on Create or Die Trying with Sagai. My name is Sagai, and we are talking about design today. We're talking all everything there is about design. We'll try to explore it today. In case you're just joining us for the first time, uh, on Create or Die Trying, we discuss everything about creativity, its processes, its many forms and facets, and how it interacts with society and, and the world in general and how we can become better creative persons in everything that we do and further how we can apply this creativity to solve problems. I'm a firm believer in creativity as a solution uh, source and as a source for practically all problems around this world. So Creator Data Trial was created to serve that purpose and share information with everybody. Note one thing, Creator Data Trial on this show, it's not a lecture. I'm not sitting down here giving you information. We're sharing ideas, we're sharing thoughts. We're sharing information with each other. So please bring your comments, bring your questions, bring your contributions. Let's talk about something interesting, okay? Um, aside, I always do this. I plug it in quickly before I go on to other things. Uh, tomorrow is somebody's birthday, somebody very important to me. My wife's birthday is tomorrow. She's clocking an interesting number. For ladylike purposes, I will not say what number that is. So you'll find out tomorrow when the birthday comes. So yes. The Empress' birthday is tomorrow, and she is celebrating it on her own. I think one way or the other, there's a party being planned somewhere, but I don't know exactly um, where that where that is going to happen. So if there are other details, you probably need to watch CNN to catch it, okay? So darling, happy birthday, and many happy returns in advance, because tomorrow is still the day, so better birthday is still coming. All right. Now, um, I think... Our topic today, in case you just joined us, our topic today is design. So if you're just joining us, bring up your thoughts on it. Let's share something. Design. You know, I always have this um, thought when I was much younger about what design was. Because I came across design at an early age. And I think all of us at some point, very early in our life, came across the concept of design. Because virtually everything around you is designed. You know, it's really... Even to the point that things that happen by accident are often, often referred to as designs. You know, you know that phrase, if you're in Nigeria, you probably have heard it before, that every accident is a design or every mistake is a design. Um, besides the fact that that was actually used by most people to cover up excuses, um, create excuses for their own errors in, in creating stuff, in, in more ways than one, a lot of things have actually happened by accident. So a lot of design has actually happened by accident, but design is still design. So in some ways, let's say we have a question already. Somebody's already on board with a question. Uh, hold on, this is loading network and things. Okay, so now moving on. Now first, we need to look at something because every one of us will probably have an idea of what design is to us. We have encountered it at some point and we may have been taught what design is on a practical level. So what is design? Um, I'm going to go all dictionary here and read out exactly what the dictionary says or at least what Google says design is presently. So now design is defined as a plan or drawing produced to show the look and function or workings of a building, garment or other objects before they are made. Or a two, a second definition says a decorative pattern. While a third one, most likely in, in design being used as a verb, says that is um, 
it's when you decide upon the look and functioning of a building, garment, or other object by making detailed drawings of these things. So some things keep popping out when you look at the definition that is given out there, and that's what we're going to talk about today. But more importantly, from this, you can almost tell instantly that design will mean different things to different people. So the question to you as a person, what does design mean to you? All right, so I want, I want you guys to share that with me. What does design mean to you, even as we talk about design on the holistic, on the holistic um, level? Order? Okay, so uh, let me be on point. Who's joining us? All right, Zakariata. Ah, Zachary, Zach, man. Thanks for tuning in. And Kola uh, Walebidemi, thanks for tuning in. And Victor, my very old Victor, welcome. Thanks for tuning into the show. Tunde, I see you. Sega, I see you there. And the other people that are watching, thanks for tuning in. Please send in your comments and contributions. Let's have this conversation, okay? Um, <laughs> Zach said he waited all day for this. And happy birthday to Titi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, no birthday greetings on this show. Tomorrow is our day, not today. All right. Uh, thanks for sending your greetings to my son. God bless you. Thank you. Kalawale. Um, hello, hello, Sagai. Hi. All right. Now, as I was saying, guys, um, design. We've uh, looked at the, uh, the dictionary definition of it, and it involves the actual um, creation or production of the looks, the function, and the inner workings of a garment, a building, or other objects. Okay? And how they will, how they will function. It's, it's more a function of things. There are some things that come up almost immediately when you look at those definitions, and would we'll look at them as we go on. So now, from that, we can take some things key. First, it involves um, the look of these objects, what they look like, right? So design involves looks. Form, as some will say, involves looks, then involves function. Now note that as a key word, function, then ultimately involves also the inner workings. How will these functions perform their role, their goals, or what they are designed for? So it's the look, the function, and the inner workings of these objects and how they are made. And then the third design as a verb talks about design as a function of what you have to put down on paper, as a writing or as, a, as an object or something you put on the computer or something. But it involves putting together uh, elements for a particular purpose. All right. Let's talk about what I'm uh, what I will talk about fully. Uh, what Dave Victor said, design is a mental blueprint for what you want to create. Now, he, he just went ahead and took the entire discussion from where I was coming from straight to a different one. Uh, and that's actually correct because that's where we're going. You realize that when you look at the, the definition of the design process, you're actually talking about the creative process. That is almost exactly the same thing. Creativity involves getting information, processing it, having a function and a goal in mind, and then creating that object that fills that function. Okay? So design has some elements of prior information to it, because before you can design something, you need to have an idea of what the look will be like, or what the function will be like, and then what purpose it will serve, and how it will get that done. Okay? So on uh, Instagram, there's a question. What's the show about? Is it a design class? Oh, okay, um, that's um, Talo Queen. Well, essentially it's not a design class, it's a creativity discussion. Alright, we're talking about creativity and all its ramifications and how it works and how you can actually become a better creative person to solve more problems using creative thinking. 
Okay, that's what the show is about. So we're going to be talking about all aspects of creativity, be it music, entertainment, art, comic books, painting, even engineering and science and all whatnot. Okay, but today we're talking about design as uh, as a concept, as an idea. What does it mean to you? Okay, so Enachita, um, thanks for tuning in. Ijama, Momo, thanks for tuning in. Glad to see you here. And Osage. Actually, I'll be here too. Now, let's go on, guys. So, one thing almost comes up immediately. There are several aspects of what a design is that has to come together to make a design a design. So, that simply means it's not something that happens by itself. It is put together. Okay? Look, function, workings. Alright? And then you have that as the core of what it is. Now, if you look at that, how does it apply to just about everything around you? Because, let's be honest. Everything around us is designed, whether by us or before us. It has been designed to function and work in that way. Anything at all, whatever it is. Okay? Some are discovered, some are intentionally thought out, as in sought out to be created. Okay? So, you look at it as design seems to have a, a, the, the, um, the atmosphere of being put together, like things are to be put together. You don't just make a cake. You practically have to, have to design a cake, for instance. Okay? And that design is a lot of things. Prior to before the cake is mixed and put in the oven, you need to know what it's going to look like from the beginning. What's the function? Is it a birthday cake, wedding cake, chocolate cake, fruit cake, any kind of cake? You know? So, once you have that, then you can begin to put the things together towards making that cake uh, come out as, as you want it to be. Alright, and that's going to be to fulfill the function that you want it to have. So some things come up clearly when we relate it to other aspects of design. I just want to break it down a little bit so that we take it away from the general um, definition of what uh, design is and try to go to the core of it. Just let's go to the core of what design is from the components and what makes it up. Alright, so obviously from what we have said, design involves some elements as in some parts that need to come together for, for it to function, alright? Then it involves principles, guidelines, things about the inner workings, things that say this is how it must work, alright? Things that say how it must work. And it also informs, it involves a process. Design has a process to it. It's, um, if you make clothes or you're a fashion designer, you obviously know that there are some parts of the clothes that you need to sew before other parts. That's the process. Something comes before the other, there's a step to it, step one, two, three, four, before the end is arrived at. There's always a process when it comes to design, and there's always function. Alright? Now, people will argue that about, eh, what if it's just to define the place? That's a function. If you want to make something simply to disrupt the piece, that's a function. If you want to make something just to, uh, to let people uh, uh, feel brightened up when they see it or to just brighten up the environment or make it look better, it's a function. Even if it's all about just the looks. Remember, the look is part of what a design is all about. Then, there's one strong part of what a design is. Communication. Alright? Communication is the essence of everything that we as human beings produce and is the essence of why we interact with each other. For as long as we have um, one, more than one human being on the planet, there will be need for communication in one way or the other. Now, design seeks to pass across the very exact message that each person wants to pass 
to the person they're talking to or, or communicating with. So when you design, you're trying to communicate something. Beauty, um, uh, uh, disruption, chaos, unity, whatever. You're trying to communicate something when you design. Okay? Now, design is a function of everything we do so much that um, even in certain language, I think the way we use our language when we talk, you say, so the father sees a guy with his daughter and he goes, so what's your design on my daughter? You know, the idea is, is asking, what are the things you are putting together concerning my daughter? He wants to know exactly what those things are. So essentially it exists in everything that we do. It's a part of everything that makes us what we are. So it fits in there. So design is a function of everything that has a function. All right? I think, I don't know if you got that. Let me say it again. Design is a function of everything that has a function. Once what you're doing, whatever it is that you're doing, once it has a purpose, once it has a goal, a direction, then it has to be designed. Whether you know what you're going to mix with it to get it to the end or not, it has to be designed. Okay? So, like I said, guys, this is an interactive one. I want to hear what design means to you. I want to hear what design means to you. Um, Tayin, Mukoro, thanks for joining in. And Ellis Mbeku, my guy, it's been like forever, haven't Ellis, please, share your thoughts on what you think design is. You have been in design for quite a while. We have been at this for, 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 for quite uh, some time. So let's share. What do you think? What does design mean to you? And let's, let's share that with everybody that's listening now. And the Lufa, my guy too, thank you for tuning in. And the whole Labi Sahid Adeola, thanks for tuning in again, my name's sake. Eh? And Femi Adel, my Maga Kwame, thanks for tuning in. Okay, glad to have you on the show. Now, design as a process has some things that comes into it. Like I said earlier on, one of our viewers didn't make that comment that design has something to do with what how you create. If I can go back to that, it says carefully. It said design is a mental blueprint for what you want to create. Alright, he went into the mental idea of it. But design goes beyond just having a mental blueprint. It is a conscious effort. To create that means you craft together elements things around you processes put uh, parts and bits together consciously towards creating something all right and always at any point in time there is a prior information whether it's a challenge a problem an issue that needs to be resolved or a brief that is given by a client so that it's something you need to follow towards achieving that design end of things so ultimately it start it starts with Almost the same uh, process that creativity has. The same process it takes to create is uh, the same process you use in the design uh, uh, process. Okay, there's no other word for it, so process. Okay, no, so first, prior, it starts with information. All design starts with information. Just like all kinds of creativity, no matter what you are doing, what you are creating, you have to start from information. So prior knowledge is the first part. What are you trying to design? Okay, so what are you trying to design? What problems are you trying to solve? What uh, message are you trying to pass across? Who are you even trying to talk to? Okay, then comes an idea that leverages on that information. So now you have an idea of what you're trying to say, what you want to say, and who the people you are that you're targeting to say those things to. Then you put an idea of how to achieve that in your head. Now, just like we talked about the whys and the why nots at the beginning, of uh, the entire creative process, 
the why's the why not doesn't immediately solve the problem but it gives you a direction towards how it can be solved at least the idea spark that says oh i can do this then comes research this is now the need for extra data so prior information gives you what you need to get the idea to start with but the research right there begins to add extra information that will begin to strip away those parts of the idea that are too rough to be used okay for every idea when you have it it's always it's always very rough okay data for the information changes it and mixes it up with you mixes it up for you polishes it a little bit more chips some things off sometimes extra data chips off just about everything and you realize at the end of the day that you don't really have that idea wasn't really so awesome you need to start all over again but the research helps to um, get to the next level where you begin to now mix prior information with this new uh, information coming from the research and other things that you've had around you mix them up to get to the first idea draft the first workable draft of an idea all right the prior idea is the mental blueprint let's take that from victor the prior idea is the mental blueprint so now from the mental blueprint you need to have a practical workable solution whether it's something they are going to create a prototype for or a draft design a sketch uh, a little thumbnail for it a, a model about it uh, some quick uh, views of it somewhere along the line that comes up you need to create a draft all right that is going to get you into the next level which is further research and i always say this research is the core of design from anywhere and, and anything that you're doing if you are designing you better be looking for more information because whatever it is that you're doing somebody else somewhere practically is doing the same thing you know we talked about this last time about um uh ideas and flowing around are you the only one getting it is other other people getting the same thing or is it just you are you rightly tuning into the right things so knowing that the further you research the further you research the easier it is to actually be able to put these things together all right that is what helps okay now constant research is always better once you research regularly it helps you put things together all right zach says i would say design means many things to many minds and souls but at the core design is an original hold on design is one original careful attractive and functional arrangement of visual ingredients in order to cook a signature or distinct visual products all right that is that is um lecture room 101 from zach right there my professor thank you and quite on point also zach he said um it means a lot of things to many people but ultimately some things are called to it and you said one it must be original careful because that will be well thought out that means you need to work out all the details of what makes the design the design and then it has to be attractive seriously anything that is designed check around once it's designed it looks beautiful it looks good at least pleasing to the eye okay at some point it looks pleasing to the eye then it is i think this is actually one of the uh, things that i think is um core to it more core than practical the rest it is functional okay and it's a functional arrangement of visual ingredients in order to cook a signature or distinct 
visual product. Now, for, uh, with Zach's definition there, you know, it went more into the visual product. Now, not all designs are visual. And like, there, are, there are not things that need to be, uh, that this, the seeing them doesn't confirm them as okay. All right? It's not about the site. All right? So, visual is one end of it, and it's actually the most obvious of everything that is designed. Because almost everything uh, is um, seeable. You're right? So, there are other things that we don't see. So, we're taking to the next there. Ayoso Abdul Malik says, Sagai, I've studied anatomy to the max, but anytime I try out my work in panels, it's almost as if my skills have gone. Please, how do I fix this? All right. Um, I think you're talking about design and the comic end of things. All right. So, um, uh, Ayoso, we'll probably talk about this uh, in depth later on, but just let me give you a quick pointer. I think some of us um, spend too much time studying how other people draw anatomy instead of actually studying anatomy okay don't study the drawing of anatomy study how the body functions when you study how the body functions you know which part of the body turns 180 degrees which part can only turn for 90 which part is almost 360 and all of that so you need to study the anatomy more perhaps let's when we We'll deal with comic books and illustration extension later on. But that, hold on to that. Don't study the drawing. Study the form of what the human anatomy is and how it works and how it functions, okay? So, show your ball. Funke Newton, thanks for tuning in. And Larry Razak, ah, Maga, been a while. Thanks for tuning in. And Adeku Sibel Odunfa, I hope I got that name right. I think I did. Thanks for tuning in, Adeku Sibel. All right, guys. Now, as I was saying, so you have all these parts and you see something that constantly features in design. And that's, um, uh, I think it's something we have been talking about from the beginning of the show till now. We always talk about the need and requirement for information. Never stop reading, never stop acquiring information. Because once you stop getting that, you stop actually um, getting more data to get into better creativity and thus better design so you need to constantly research all right and i'm sure people will design logos here and design other things how many times have you designed a logo and then maybe two weeks later or even a day later you're googling something up online and then boom the logo you worked on after three weeks you realize somebody already had that same logo somewhere in indonesia all right so it's good to research because that way you'll be able to find out what other people are doing know what other people have done and that would help guide what you are doing right now okay so the need for research cannot be overemphasized in the process of design whether you're trying to make a, a new phone you're trying to design a fridge whatever it is that you're trying to design data is required constantly all right so you think you have this very fine new car idea you're sketching it out it's looking great and then you google up toyota and their latest uh, concept car is exactly the one you are thinking about. So you need to know what is going on presently to be able to actually predict and design for the future because ultimately that is what design seeks to do. Design, uh, develop ideas or solve problems moving forward. Okay. So now let me talk about something for me uh, as a person. And this is, this is all about me now. So this is my opinion of what design is, what I think design is to me. Okay. 
it's the put together of prior information all right to create something that look good and functions towards communicating the right set of things i think it's always about communication it's about function and it's about looks and it's more importantly about the original information you had from the beginning okay i see a lot of designs around where people try to put so many things together to communicate what they want to say but communication is a very direct process okay if i want to say hi to you doing a calligraphic hi with all the patterns and leaves and all the flourishes attached to it is not a bad idea to probably look good but all the same at the end of it what i'm trying to say is just hi so hi will most likely just solve the problem all right and it's it's not going to require all the elaborateness of what i'm putting around you even if that looks beautiful that looks good but the function is already served every other thing is an embellishment it's an addition it's something that can be done without okay and in my course of uh, experience here are some of the things i've learned first there are rules to design just like there's rules to just about everything on the planet that exists there are rules there is also one ultimate rule which says break all the rules if need be okay so as much as i believe in the rules of design i know the rules are not sacrosanct or they're not in a situation where you cannot break them in fact you are required to break them from time to time that is what will make you even a better designer okay because ultimately the rules are for now, now let me say what they say in one movie like that yeah they are not really rules but just generally guidelines they're just guidelines really the rules are not rules on uh, instagram um Nigerian Ninja Universe says, what is the difference between design and structure? Okay, uh, design and structure. I'm trying to see if there's even any similarity between those two things. Because I think one leads to the other. Structure happens by design. You design a structure. So the design is what leads to that structure. You can't have a structure unless you're thinking about it and putting elements together to create that structure. Remember our prior uh, definition for design involved uh, the look, functions, and inner workings of a garment, a building. How much more structure can you get than a building and all that? So ultimately, design creates the structure. The structure is what happens afterwards. Okay? So that being said, Edube, what's the, okay, that, uh, Azinze, I hope I got that name right. Thanks for tuning in. Okay? So, now, I talk about rules in design, but I have this question, and you can tell me what you think about it. Should there even be rules at all in design? I mean, can't we just design for free, just throw it all out, put one red spot on the page and say, I'm communicating something about that, and just let's go, all right? My experience tells me that the rules are required because you are going to live in a society. And once you're communicating in a society, you speak the language of that society. Otherwise, the communication will be lost. Okay? So where we are is, let's get... You choose your communication channel, alright, based on the people you want to talk to. Because ultimately, the rules of the society you're communicating in require, will be required in you coming up with a design for that community. 
for that environment that you're communicating in. So that's an important thing for me. I think rules are required. Okay, rules guide you, and rules ensure that at any point in time, even if you don't have an idea of what you really want to communicate, following the rules leads you to your process, and you can actually get your communication across in the simplest, most basic form. And there's um, already a talk around town, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard about it that. The hardest thing to do in design is to actually be simple. It is harder to be simple than to actually uh, 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 create the really elaborate design to put a lot of things together into one design object. Simplicity is hard because we feel the need to always make the look better than it really is and oftentimes forgetting the function and the communication end of things. So when you are designing, I think it is always important to stick to the core information at the beginning of it. What's the information you have? What's the data you have at the beginning before the design process started? All right? So you stick to that. Would that probably stock to? Would that probably stock to? You can actually um, get a design across a lot better than what it looks like. Okay? So, now, Another thought comes up, if there should be rules, or if there shouldn't be rules, what are the limitations to design? Should there be any limits at all? Should we have a situation where people can be limited, or people should be limited in what they are allowed to design, in quotes, even though I think that is completely impossible? For as long as human mind exists, and we have quite a lot of information floating around, there will always be new directions for design. Excuse me. There will always be new things being delved uh, 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 into. There will be new directions. There will be new processes and new ideas coming out based on the new data that shows up every time. Okay. So, a question from uh, Okay, who are they, fellow Victor? You say, I believe one must have a solid understanding of the rules before thinking about breaking them. Exactly completely totally agree all right I believe that is the essence of the rules they are there for you to understand them so that when you break them you can easily get away with it all right it's almost like uh, a criminal studying the law knowing every aspect of the law would make it easy to actually break it and not get caught I'm not encouraging you break the law out there okay that nobody says a guy is encouraging the breaking of law but the thing is the rules in design I mean, uh, everybody that's um, been in the form, in formal education about design or even has had interaction with um, design ideas would have come across the elements and principles of design, right? You know, the element, the line, space, uh, shape, form, text, color, texture, all of that. And then the principles of contrast, balance, harmony, unity, direction, everything. Now, those things are there as guidelines. Understanding them makes your design come out better always. As much as it does, I mean, there's a rule that's it's a, a, an unwritten rule floating about in the graphic realms or the design realm that says that you shouldn't use more than four fonts in a design. Like, maximum number of font types that you use in any design should be four. As true as that is, and as correct as that should be actually, what if I'm trying to design um, my poster to look like a ransom note. Alright? I mean, automatically, you see that rule of four uh, font types goes out the window. 
Because a ransom note is bits and bits of funds cut out from newspapers and magazine to create an image. So if I want to create that poster, obviously the funds rules goes out, all right? And the color rule goes out of the way, actually, almost immediately. The colors don't have to, like, contrast or complement each other or anything like that. I just throw them all out. If I want to communicate chaos, do I have to make the colors harmonious? All right? If I want to communicate destruction, does everything have to be ordered and in, in their proper places? So, but understanding the rules about uh, contrast and placements and the elements and the principles and things helps me break that rule well because there are other things to consider when we talk about design. And that is one thing we are also missing as maybe creative persons around the world. There are some things we are missing. What's the final end of a design? The final part, the last leg of the design, it's actually the viewers, the people you are trying to communicate with. They are the last leg of the design communication process of what you're trying to create. Their psychology, their prior information, their prior knowledge will help them in decoding properly or improperly the communication or the design you're trying to give to them. So if for some reason they are not included in that design process, you will lose them at the end of it and your design communication will stop short and the, the last part of the communication process, the feedback, would go missing. Alright? So it is important to include people, the viewers, the final audience, the target persons at the beginning of the design process because ultimately they help you complete it. Without them, the design process does not complete. Okay? So putting that in there, helps you understand that they have the idea of the rules in mind. Note, these rules of design were not created purely by just the designers to give to those who perceive their design or experience their design. They are put in place because human psychology demands certain things. Okay? Now, um, the concept of direction, for instance, on a design. Where do you want the center of attraction to be, the center of attention to be on your design? Where is the focus? Where is the, the, the progression of, of, um, of, the, of the message? As in, where do you want it to start? Bottom up, top down, left to right, right to left. Now, what determines that is actually people. There's something that happens, I and mean, you can check this out. For instance, if you have a blank white page and a black spot on the white page, no matter how much you try, your eye will always seek out that black spot as the one thing that is different on that page. So you have effectively created a direction for the eye. The eye follows that black dot wherever it goes. All right? It's on the, black, on the white sheet of paper, just that white paint. So the whiteness looks all okay except for that black spot, and your eye goes there immediately. So if you are designing at the beginning and that was not your intention, then you have failed in the communication process, and you have not passed across exactly what you want to pass across. If what you wanted to do was a plain white page, and you want everybody to look at the white page, not the black spot, then that will have failed. All right? So the limitations are only in what the people you are talking to are able to perceive. And that goes all the way back to information. It's the essence of design. And I think we can look at information here now in terms of um, either as, as a brief or a problem, all right, or an ideology that needs to be changed, or an information that needs to be passed across, a communication. So that's the prior information. That's the first thing that needs to be there 
at the beginning before a design is actually produced okay so we need to look at that now if that sets certain tone that means there has to be rules for it to get done okay so design has its functions and then there are rules that need to guide that function say for instance what's the function of a mobile phone so in uh, the mobile phone you use to make calls you send sms browse and take pictures and all whatnot now imagine a mobile phone designed not to do either one i mean any one of these things that is listed would that be called a mobile phone or perhaps just a mirror because if it's designed that does, uh, if it's designed and does not serve those functions then ultimately it's failed it is no longer treating the prior information that it has the brief that it has and the problem it has to solve and it hasn't solved that problem so ultimately let's look at something that design seeks to do so what exactly is the designer's goal all right guys what's the designer's goal someone that designing something whether you're designing fashion designing a new drug or a weapon or a car or just about anything what are the goals of the designers all right now why i'm waiting for that i'll probably go to that i need to hear from you guys what does design mean to you and what is your design process i will share mine with you shortly but what's the process what what gets you into your design mood what gets you to start something what and what do you need to actually begin a design what are the things that you require what gets you uh moving what gets the spirit moving what gets the data moving in your head what gets you creative about a design all right so let's look at that let me let me let me let me hear yours okay now while i wait for that i'll tell you a bit about my design process i kind of um i i take it first i like to see the end all right i usually like to see the end of the design simply means i want to know what we're trying to achieve i want to know the feedback we're expecting almost immediately tell me right now this poster what do you want? Do you want people to stare at it and stay reading it before they leave? Do you want people to actually call that number immediately and buy that product on the spot? Are you looking to make sure that people show up at your bank to say this? Are you looking to make sure that the birthday becomes the talk of the town? Are you trying to create controversy? Are you trying to get people to talk back at you, not just to you and all of that? So once we have that at the end, like this is where we are going, then we step back or we go back in time a little bit now let's we go, we've gone forward now we go back we start the design process for me it always begins with a sketch all right maybe you call me old school or whatnot but i think foundation of design and the process itself i mean the, the definition of design uh out there says exactly it has something to do with putting something down on paper like a scribbling like a description designing it yeah? ultimately putting it down okay so now i believe in the sketch so whether i'm designing a poster i'm developing a brochure i'm developing a newspaper a magazine whatever anything always starts with me with a sketch and it's in the process of the sketches that you actually know where you're going with any one of the things that you're going for immediately you, you can you see the sketch you know if it works and i can tell you how many times in front of clients while they are briefing while they are describing what they want I've made sketches that have actually become the final product, as in like that sketch becomes exactly what is required by the client. I was sitting in front of a client once we were trying to develop a logo name for him, uh, for his music brand, and then I made a quick sketch, you know, wrote some things on ground, just while he was talking and giving me the brief, I just wrote some things down. 
and then he saw one of the sketches and he said that is it so ultimately what we had to do was scan that sketch and then trace it out to convert into a vector uh, 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 element that he can use as his logo directly okay okay and then there's something else I think a lot of people also don't realize that you can actually register your design as you can like uh, I don't want to use the word copyright design but you can actually keep your design protected from other people copying it alright and there are various designs out there that have actually been protected by law so you cannot copy them you cannot use elements from them you can actually design something you have to make sure it's original enough completely unique and then either patent it if it's in the engineering or inventorial end of things or have it registered trademark or copyrighted as uh, a design in any way so you can actually hold your design whether it's a costume all right or, or it's it's like the way a word is written okay the way a word is written spider-man is written in a specific way can anybody else with a spider character write their character with that same letter that same font no the, the logo was designed and it's copyrighted you know a logo can be copyrighted no a logo can be registered and kept off anybody being able to use it or copy it and anything similar to it can be prosecuted by law almost immediately okay so i think a lot of designers out there don't even know that this is possible and also we don't know that most of the images and um, design ideas we copy from online are often protected by law all right one of the things that uh, i read an article recently about how the internet might not be helping designers get better designs out there because there's so many templates out there there's so many from websites to brochures to call cards there's a template for just about everything out there so it's sometimes most for most designers a lot of the process is already taken out and what usually happens is a little extra research to just make adjustments on on the template that it's been received and then they have a new in quote design all right i didn't do it jason thanks for tuning in zach says sketch to final product not be you <laughs> okay no seriously always the sketch starts it everything i've done i can do that okay can the law protect my design from isis um zach can the law protect your design from isis I think we need a lawyer to answer that. Do I have a lawyer in the house? Can okay, but then maybe the right question should be Zach. Can you sue ISIS? Will you be able to stand in the courtroom with ISIS? If you can't do that, then fire away. I think just sue them if ISIS use your design, okay? Just carry it on. Alright, now I'm sure that's on a lighter note, but you can always I think there are laws in the country, even in Nigeria here, there are laws within the country that protect your design if you have it registered okay i think for most of us we throw a lot of our designs out there and it's often in public space and we don't indicate whether this design is exclusive and not to be used or it's not for public use and anybody else can pick it up and things i can tell you how many images i've created as my dp or just uh, designs on facebook that are found on people's blogs and websites yes these things are credited but i was never in involved in the in the in the use of those images uh, I, a while back I think I adjusted an Iron Man image into a Captain Nigeria kind of image you know, like a Nigerian flag at the back and things I found that image on somebody else's blog like two blogs now and a couple of my angel drawings I found them on some people's blogs 
without permission or use. There are some credits, others don't, but ultimately, uh, copyright issues, I can, I, can, I can pursue it if I want, but for most, it's just, it can be easily let go. So I think it's just for us to understand that it is possible to have your designs protected. See, if you are going to do the thought process to put elements uh, together towards making something, then it should be protected, all right? Unless you have written it like most people would, that look, this design, it's free, anybody can use it. I saw something recently. I have to share this with you guys. Um, I've been dreaming about this for a bit. I've been thinking about doing it. All time never permitted me getting it done too much uh, on the plates at, at any point in time. I've been thinking, and I can throw this challenge out to every designer out there, be it graphics, be it in ceramics, sculpture, whatever it is that you're doing. Think about this. For Nigeria, Nigeria actually now, um, I thought about Nigerian parasitals and institutions like the Nigerian police force and all of that. What if we come together and totally revamp their logos? So recently I saw Udwak Akman actually recreated the Nigerian police logo. And it was awesome. Seriously, it made me feel like joining the police. But I'm, I'm already busy. I'm, I'm running a company, so it, it will not be, no, I cannot join the police yet, okay? But I mean, seriously, it was, it was a very fine uh, rendering of the Nigerian police force logo showed the strength of the elephant without making it look cheesy and the eagle was on point. It actually looks great. I, I think you check it out. It's on, uh, I think it's on Instagram. Udrak Akman. It did that. It's a very lovely piece. And I think we can do a lot more things like that. Something like that, for instance, doesn't need to be protected. I think his idea is he's throwing it out there as a contribution to Nigerian police force, perhaps to improve the image of the police with, with Nigerians and everybody as well. So there are things like that that we could do, okay? So design can be free, can be paid for once, and that's another thing though, I think I should uh, note that for designers out there before I get this kind of question come in. Um, it is possible for a designer to have a design paid for and he still owns it. Are you with me? It's like you're paying for the use of that design not the ownership of the design. So it's possible for you to still keep a design as yours once a client pays for it. And at the same time, it's also possible that you have a design that once the client pays for it, all files, materials, matters related to that design project is exclusively out of your hands. You can't even post it online and say Namidra. Alright? So there will be things like that and I can tell you I've experienced those that those in the past and I'm still experiencing them now there will be projects that you'll be required to uh, not be able to claim as your property in any ways. Okay? I think for a long time, unless otherwise signed in the comic realm, if you draw a comic book for a company, the pages belong to that company, not you. So the pencils, the inks, everything must be returned to the company in whole. But I think over, over time, artists began to enter deals where you can keep the original pencils. It becomes your property. All the company wants is the final inks, and they can get that and keep it. But the pencils remain the property of the artist. I think that is even creeping into the Nigerian environment now. That is if you're not uh, a staff of the business anyways, because that will always be uh, another proviso that can be used in, in taking things out. So let's get back to that. I'm not getting your contributions about what you think design is to you what it means to you. Zach, thanks for that input. It really helps set some things in, in light of design and copywriting and protecting it. 
So the question, last one, what is the designer's goal? What exactly is the designer supposed to do? And designer here being in the broad sense, an engineer is a designer. He's trying to put together a system to solve a problem. Alright? A, a chemist uh, chemist in there or a biologist, a microbiologist somewhere putting something together, trying to study a new virus, trying to get treatment for the drug, is trying to put something together to create something. He's putting data together, information together to solve a problem. Okay? So what is the role or the goal of the designer? Alright? And there was a question that um, got, gets thrown around. Is there such a thing as bad design? I mean, if the, if the design fulfills the uh, role of function and then it fulfills the, uh, maybe not the look, perhaps the uh, inner workings rule without the looks, does it make it a bad design? Okay, is there such a thing as a bad design? Just like we used to say, there is no such thing as a bad painting. So, is there such a thing as a bad design? For me, I think any design that does not lead to the solution of the problem it prefers to solve at the beginning is not a good design. All right? It doesn't matter what area of design you are operating under. Once the initial goal of function or look or workings or direction or communication is not fulfilled, then that design goes into the realm of negatives. Okay? So... I say, Fala Baba says, but is the market structure to protect uh, copyrights? That may be the problem. Is the market structure to protect copyright? And uh, when you say the market, I don't quite understand what you mean. Are you saying the industry or are you saying the government or the regulatory bodies? Because I know we have regulatory bodies to protect intellectual property in Nigeria. The thing is, for most of us, and I think this happens also outside Nigeria, most creative persons don't go to the length of uh, registering or trademarking their designs. We don't think it's something that's required, so we never do it at the beginning and always comes back as something that doesn't uh, function straight out. Okay, Austin Maho, thanks for watching. And John Chukumere, uh, I hope I got it. John, thanks. And Zach says, there's no bad design, that, uh, but there's a failed design. Okay, I think I like that direction. There's failed design, not bad. But if it has failed in its purpose, is it good? Alright? Where it doesn't function in the favor of the client or purpose, that is when it's a failed design. Okay, so that means when it's function, it's not actualized. It's a failed design. I guess the word bad design shouldn't be used then. So if we're not using bad design, can we use good design then? Because that would be, be the opposite of non-failed design. Okay, I want to look at that. As, uh, as a perspective. But ultimately, like I was saying earlier about uh, designers and the structure of the environment to protect your design, there are laws. Ask any lawyer, uh, Google it up, even from Nigeria, I know that Google it up and find out. There are laws that protect your intellectual property if it is registered, if it's placed in a situation of protection. Alright? If you don't protect it, then it's not protected. Alright? So I think for most of us, we just let our designs come out, release it into the wild, and we tag our name to it, we write a little name in there somewhere, and hope somebody somewhere realizes that we came up with that idea first. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes people will respect that, other times they won't. 
So if you want your design to be protected, the best thing to do is to have it registered. Just lock it down. Okay, just get your design registered. So that also adds to one of the functions of a designer then. What exactly is a designer's goal? What, what are you supposed to do? Now, I think for all forms of design, communication is key. You're always trying to pass across a message, no matter what kind of design you're doing. There's always something you want people to get. There's the last part of your communication process that the viewers, the receivers, the people at the end of it all, and they are the one you're trying to reach out to with the solution you're preferring. Sometimes they don't know these problems are there. Sometimes they don't even know if there's a solution required. So your goal as a designer is to get them to understand first that there is a problem to solve and that you have the solution right here in the form of what you have just designed. So I think it's to, if you can sum it all up, the first and most important one will be communication. All right, what are you trying to say with your design? Then equally as strong would be function. What is the purpose of your design? I mean, it's always going to be a question, no matter what you do, uh, you put something together, I'm displaying a white canvas at an exhibition. People are going to ask, what does this mean? What are you trying to say? Or what is this? They will be struggling to get the information I'm trying to pass across. They want to communicate, they want to connect with it. They want to complete the last part of that design process, which is their decoding of what I have passed across and then retransmitting it back in form of feedback, which will help the designer make either, uh, well, smile and laugh and say he has created the best thing in the world, or go back to the drawing board and reconfigure the design again to solve the prior problem. So ultimately, it's about function and it's about communication. All right? And under that, you'll probably find direction. There's always a purpose. There's always where a design is going. If it's not there yet, it's on the way. All right? And then sometimes some of our designs miss the mark and sometimes they go spot on and hit that and they are always on point. It's, it's like, um, it goes without saying that design always makes a difference. It always makes a difference. We talked last week about um, how Apple became the king of MP3 players even though they did not make the first MP3 player only because of one thing design. People sat down together and not only combined the functions of the mp3 player but they added the looks to it and they made the inner workings something of a marvel for everybody that comes in contact with that piece of technology. So the, the difference between the Zoom or the, the jukebox and the iPod at that time was purely a matter of design. The iPod design was just differently unique. It combined all the aspects of what a good design should be into a perfectly functioning device. Alright? Now you might ask other questions about what somebody would do with 50,000 songs, but that's for a different matter. That's another end, another design direction entirely. But for an iPod, for an MP3 player at that point, that was a design excellence. Alright? So ultimately, design makes differences in products always. Alright? And it's one thing that we use to judge everything that we do, uh, what's different between a high-end watch and a low-end watch. Design, function, looks, and inner workings. All those three make it together, come together to make it, whether it's a good product or a bad product. That's always a difference. 
So, designer, the designer, the goal, whether you're an industrial designer, a graphic designer, a communication designer, or an animator, illustrator, comic book artist, engineer, doctor, lawyer, anything, if you're trying to develop or create something by design, ultimately, you are trying to do, uh, to create a functional element, a functional device that looks good and pleasing to the eye. Like Zach said, original, careful, uh, functional, and beautiful. It looks good. All those four attributes being put together always makes a better design. Alright? And a field design might take one of those things and break it off. Perhaps uh, at some point the design does not have, it doesn't look good. So obviously the looks is out. Alright? Then if the, the look is fine but then the function is not there, you don't know exactly what this thing is for, then it's a field design. It's not getting that way. If um, it has good function, it has good looks, but the way it works, it's not exactly appealing, then you lose that as well, okay? And you realize that we always talk about the design at the far end, at the last end of it, at the experience point. So the purpose of design is to be experienced, all right? Things are designed to be experienced, and once they are experienced, it leads to one more thing, an improvement in the design. Okay, so it's like a self-fulfilling process for design. It, it gets information, mixes all together, research some things, creates something, lets people experience that thing, and then gets more information, and then goes back again to reprocess that information for an even better functioning design. Alright, so it's always going to be there in terms of function, communication, looks, and inner workings. Okay, so now, Let's get back into that, guys. I need to know, what does design mean to you? I've only heard what Zach has said about it. What's your design process? What gets you into the mood? Do you get music in there? Is music what does it? I know somebody who can't design unless there's some serious hard metal rock playing in the background. It was hell working with the guy. I mean, I like all kinds of music, but rock music is just too loud sometimes. Okay? so. What gets your design juices flowing? What gets it on? What have you seen recently that makes you realize that the importance of design in every aspect of living? I know we did talk about the fact that design is a function of everything that has a function. So <laughs> like design itself relates to function directly. Now, one last question, though, while we're still waiting for your input in, and that was in the advert for this particular show. Do you think design is an art? or a science. What do you think really? Do you think design is an art? Is it an art? Does it take a talent to design? Or is it a, uh, is it a science that it takes some calculations, some data processing, some formulas, things you need to mix together to get the design you're looking for? What's, what does it take? Is it, is it either one or the other or both? Okay? Now, hold on, let me check something. Quite a lot of people on, let me see. Okay, guys, let me tell you my own take on what I think about design. Um, I think design is a function of both. It's an art and a science. 
art because it requires inspiration and you need to have a part of yourself imputed into whatever you are designing at any point in time you need to put yourself in it and science because it requires data processing and formulas yes elements and principles of design those are the formulas required to create anything in design all right so obviously because we have rules we have guidelines we have formulas that helps make design uh, work and there's a process to that and then on the other hand we have inspiration we have that self-initiated spark based on the person that's designing no matter what you're doing as any designer at any point even if you are designing a phone there's always that little thing you're going to add that is going to go beyond the function beyond the look beyond the inner work it's just going to be a little bit of the designer in there so there's always that artistic expression part of it that makes the design what the design so somewhere along the line the two mixed together you have art and science combined together to make design a function of everything that exists on this planet okay so once it impacts human beings and impacts people it has to be scientific all right and because it's an expression and it has the human mind expressing itself through its own uh, visual uh, designation of things then it's an art okay but what David Victor says I guess my design process come from what I feel inspiration, inspiration stirs up my emotion then I walk up a sketch of the direction I am going Victor you said some key words in there that I really like first you said inspiration stirs up emotion so that is a core part of what a designer does you have got to be able to emote whether it's anger or love or peace or friendliness there's got to be an emotion in what you're designing somewhere along the line that's got to be reflected in it okay so what can I sketch up to a direction of where you are going note that thing the inspiration itself is not the end it's not where you're going the inspiration provides a direction to where you're going so that, that's exactly what design design is that never-ending process you are always going to need to reevaluate and even change direction all right so you started the design in landscape form then somewhere along the line an idea strikes you or some information comes in about it then it goes into portrait because direction has changed as data has come in to change that so it's an ever-evolving um process all right which is exactly my really the part that elaborates on the scientific end of design because you're always talking about design in terms of um the, the, the process and the process involves new information coming in constantly changing what you're working on right now okay so for me design is both a science and an art we cannot di di divorce the two it's always going to have to work together i think uh, i used to tell this to my students uh, when i teach you say um if you think that you can avoid mathematics by coming to art class sorry because to even draw the human face there's some level of calculation in there uh, what's the eyebrows stops to the ear line and the nose always stops where the ear stops and the mouth is in between so divide the eye head into three equal parts and all of that there will always be some level of calculations going in there so on its own drawing design creating has scientific elements into it okay so they will always be there so we cannot divorce the two now with that guys I really even beyond the video I would like to hear what design means to you how do you express it uh, is it always in the paper form is it on computer is it true animation and then note this you can design with words though all 
all right poets storytellers writers are designers they just design in the non-visual form of words words are visual but they require the reader to complete a larger percentage of the communication process by reading the words and translating them into visuals okay so it takes a lot to craft words as well so you are designing a poem you are designing a story okay because for every story you write for every poem you write you're trying to get some reaction from the readers you're trying to get the readers to feel a particular communication to get something out of it and ultimately you are expecting a certain feedback from them so in more ways than one you're designing even when you're just writing so every aspect of living requires some level of thought processes and function okay so that's essentially what design is all about all right guys I'm glad to share this with you. We'll talk more about design and how it affects some other areas of expression in illustration and comic books and all of that. We'll deal with that very soon. But for today, thanks for tuning in. And remember, no matter what happens, create or die trying.